here's the thing. These are just a few of our seniors. There are more, um, but we wouldn't have time tonight to have every single senior share every single thing they've ever learned. So these guys are just going to take a couple minutes each and share with you some of the things they've learned when they were in Ignite and some advice that they have for you, whether you're an underclassman or uh, an upcoming senior for this next school year. So I'm sh I know some of you have prepared something because you're scared to death of this moment. I see a few notepads and then others of you are just going to wing it and I respect that. So but if you could while you're winging it, the first thing you should do when the mic is in your hand, is tell everyone your name. Don't forget about that. And then tell them how many years, because not everybody's been coming to Ignite since they were a freshman. So tell, tell us how many years you've been coming to Ignite if you remember what year you came. Cool? All right, everybody. Give it up for Garrett Davis. When you're done, just okay. okay, I feel like I really don't need to reiterate, reiterate my name, but it's Garrett Davis. Um... <laughs> I've been coming to Ignite, this would be my second year, because, you know, I met, like, most of these seniors through this, and they were like, you should come sometime, and I was like, okay, yeah, I came. Um, this has definitely been one of the, like, greatest groups of people I've ever gotten to know, even including those of you that I don't really know. It's just somewhere that you know you're safe to be yourself, and, like, you can just have people to lead you in your walk with God and make your life a lot better. So, you know, just keep make sure you can keep coming because, like, I have been pretty busy, obviously. For those of you who know me, I haven't been here a lot. But every chance you get, get here because it's a good place to be. Hey, <laughs> uh, no promises. Oh, that sounds so weird. <laughs> All right, I'm Gabby. Um... I think I've came here four or five years. I don't know, four years? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, four years. <laughs> okay, it's okay. No big deal. All right. So if being an Ignite has taught me anything in the past four years, there you go, four, <laughs> it's that these people are family. They're your shoulder to cry on. And they're someone to laugh with when you've said something really stupid. <laughs> and you definitely can go through, go to any of them with anything judgment-free. These people are the people you'll be connected to for the rest of your lives. And the people who you'll want to share everything with and who will hold you accountable or tell you when you're being stupid and need to get your life back on track. And now I'd love to share my favorite memory with some of my favorite people. It was camp last year. It was the year I really surrendered my life to God and getting back on track and being with the people I love the most. And part of that was sharing the queen-size bed with Kristen's honor, Veronica, and me. And then that carried on to this year with Taylor and me and Veronica. <laughs> so, um, oh, where am I at? Oh, all right. So. Before tonight ends, I want to read my favorite verse. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So that's like my favorite verse. <laughs> this verse has been close to me and my family throughout the years, and a good one to remind you that God is always in control of whatever's going on. I also want to thank my counselors in some way, shape, or form, you all have invested in me and my life, and I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I love you.
I'm Veronica, or some of you may know me as Connie. Um, Connie the Care Bear. Um, throughout high school, so many things change. Friends change, schools may change, and schedules change. But the friends that will never change are the ones you build and ignite, whether it's with a counselor or with other students. The relationships that you will build will always be there. I would definitely be I would have definitely struggled if I didn't build the relationships I did. They hold you accountable and they will help you grow in your relationship with God. I encourage you to join impact teams that suit you and do burn. I did burn with Kristen's honor and let me tell you, she was like my best friend and I never felt so good in my walk with God. It definitely opened my eyes and God was definitely working in me. The best memory or feeling I had in Ignite was the last night at camp this year. When Kale announced the seniors up on stage, it was crazy to see all the friendships and relationships that I have built that will last a lifetime. You realize that your life left an impact, big or small, on each other's lives. So I want, wait. <laughs> so I want you guys to find those relationships with students and counselors in here. They love us and they're here with us every step of the way. A verse that I want to leave you guys with is very well known. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through, wait, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Whenever you feel like you can't do it or you aren't good enough, this verse will remind you that you can do it and God will be with you every step of the way. Thank you guys for being my family and always having my back when I most needed it. I love you guys. All right, I feel super awkward doing this because like, I hate being in front of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows me already. I'm Carissa, as well known as Caritha and Deanna's sister, yes. <laughs> um, so I have been coming here, well, to First Baptist Church since I was a baby, literally. Um, I went to 180, as it was formerly called. I'm still kind of upset that the name changed, but you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so coming into 180 slash Ignite, I was extremely shy. I still am. Um, and I only talked to, literally, whenever I went there for the first couple times, I only talked to Dion and Sierra. And by default, all their friends became my friends because I'm the young sister. So um, so one day, I was, like, this is just kind of how I, like, came into, like, being, like, a normal person at Ignite or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good with words. Um, so one day, <laughs> so one day we were sitting, um, I was sitting with Dion and Sierra, and they told me to go away. So I went to the tech booth, because <laughs> Justin Franklin was sitting there, and I was friends with him by default, because Dion was friends with him. So um, I was just sitting there, and then there was nobody doing lyrics. So Andy Ireland was like, hey, do you want to do lyrics? So I'm like, sure, I'll do lyrics. I don't know how. And then I was just recu recruited onto the team. I never actually, like signed up <laughs> or anything. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's legal in in Ignite terms. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the cards are out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, sign up for sign up for the tech team because I'm not going to be there anymore, sadly. Um, so I just want to thank all the counselors um, for pushing me out of my comfort zone. Thanks, Andy, for pushing me onto the tech team. Um, <laughs> and um, I, I just. You guys have shaped me like so much, and like through everything, you've you've helped me. And um, again, join an impact team, worship team, in reach, outreach, tech team. Um, 
and do burn. Burn is like the best thing that will ever happen to you. Like if even if like you don't think that you'll like it, like it's awesome. Just having that accountability with a counselor. Like thank you, Casey, for being my <laughs> for being my um discipler for however long we've been doing it for. <laughs> um yeah, even if it takes you forever, because I've literally, I, I can't, I don't even know how long I've been doing it. It's just awesome to have that person there for you. Um, and even if, like, you don't have your counselor, um, your discipler as your accountability partner, get a different accountability partner. Get your friend as an accountability partner, because, like, it's, like, it helps so much to just have somebody to go to and talk to. Like, hey, this is how my day went. Like, it was great. Like, it's just awesome to have a person there to help you through no matter what it is and they won't judge you and it's just it's just something to think about um yeah I have a lot of notes and I don't know if I want to talk about them (laughs) okay so um my favorite memory at camp was this last camp um the last day while doing worship like I was just I was doing slides and I was just like kind of staring at the monitor going through the slides and then I look up and I see like everybody worshiping so hard. It was like, I think that's like the best worship that we've ever had ever at camp or in general. Um, Like all, seeing everybody's hands go up in praise. It's like awesome. And especially like my cabin, like everybody in there, like I had a lot of the quiet girls in my cabin. So like we're all like, kind of like not wanting to talk and stuff and and then like the last two days like it was awesome like we just like kind of like opened up to everybody and like after that I feel like that's just kind of like what topped it off for for me at camp and everything and um the Lord can do great things and he he doesn't just do them at camp so why why don't you follow along and listen to him and and like just let him do his work through you um so I've been talking forever, so I'm going <laughs> to leave you with this. Um, you don't have to be an upperclassman also to, like, do your work. Like, as a freshman coming in, like, meet the new people that come in, even if they're, like, upperclassmen. Like, there are some new people here tonight. Like, did you say hi to them? You Say hi. Like, introduce yourself. Get to know them. Like, tell them about maybe not your whole testimony right then and there, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, get to know, <laughs> um, just, like, get to know them, be their friend, and it'll welcome them so much that they'll want to come back, like, like Garrett said, like, he, he didn't know anybody here, and then whenever he came, he felt, like, so welcomed and everything, so, um, and the last thing that I have written here was, um, something that, it, like, it always goes through my mind all the time, like, from the past and, like, to the future, like, it's just something that's said so often, it says, how much do you have to hate someone or your friend to not share the Lord's eternal gift with them? Like, it's it's something that everybody needs. You can't just, like, I feel, like, hurt in my heart from, like, all the other people that I haven't shared God's gift with. Like, I, I damned them to hell. I don't know if somebody else is going to tell them about it, so I need to. Everybody in here has this gift that they're just holding on to, and why don't you share it? It's it's awesome. So, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a couple things first before I start. Um, 
I, uh, sorry to the Gamble girls because my hands are always really sweaty, so this mic is not going to be, like, <laughs> this mic is gross, but, um, also, I don't normally prepare things unless it's for camp skits, even if they don't happen, and, uh, um, so I don't know how long this is going to be, so I'm just going to go for it, um, but, uh, I, yeah, I started coming to 180, actually, um, like my freshman year, right? <laughs> I, it's Mitch. Yeah, so uh, <coughs> I started coming to 180 because um, a buddy, Max Kendall, invited me. He was like, hey, you should come come to youth group. I was like, all right, sure, you know. And so, like, I hadn't um, – I've always been a Christian, you know, but, like, um, like, growing up, like, my family, we went to church in, like, Harlem Springs, which is, like, <laughs> super far away. And it's just because my grandparents, like, lived kind of close to there. And so, like um, – we were like in and out of churches a lot. There was like a period in my life where I just didn't go to church. I didn't I didn't get involved with anything. And so um, Max said, "Hey, come." And I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll give it a try." And um, I uh, I came the first day, and um, I remember watching worship for the first time, like done like this. And it w- Bobby was playing drums. Um, Kyle was up there. Chase, you know. And uh, I was like, "Holy cow, this is so cool!" And so I was like, "Maybe I'll come back next week." And, you know, one thing led to another, and I just kept coming back. I made some friends. Um, I had a couple friends already that actually went to youth group, and then I discovered my cousin actually went. So I was like, oh, here's another reason to go. So there were all these reasons that were just, like, kept me coming back, you know. I didn't go to the church or anything, so I didn't really have any, like, super good reason at first to start coming back. And I was like, oh, here's some pretty good reasons. So um, that's, like, how I started at 180, which is, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but... Um, <laughs> Then uh, that year, actually, I, uh, I went to camp, and I was like, whoa, that was awesome. And, <laughs> and so that was like going into my sophomore year, and um, it, was, it was just really cool. And, and so that's just how I, like, became a part of the youth group. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, there was, like, a bunch of counselors who just didn't even know my name for two years. But that's just because I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> And, like, I just talked to a couple friends I had, but it was cool. Like, they all know me now, so that's what matters. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, this is a lot more nerve-wracking than it seems. But <laughs> um, So, like, I, I came to the youth group, and I, I, I've been here ever since. You know, I, I try to be here as much as I can. You know, I'm busy. I'm a high schooler. I, got, I had soccer and tennis and baseball for however long I played that. And, you know, so um, the – things come up, but, like, as often as I could be here, I'd be here, and so, um, like, I think a couple of the main things, um, for me that were just so cool about the youth group is just, like, the fellowship. It's really neat. Um, I met so many friends by just coming to Ignite, which I still call 180. I have trouble calling it Ignite, but that's all right, (laughs) and, uh, um, I just made so many friends, and, like, even, I, I think, like, the one thing is just try your best to get to know everyone, because, like, we want this to be a place that is um, just just an awesome community for people to come and, like, not feel judgment or anything. And just it, it's so awesome once everyone can, you know, be friends and you're not just sitting in the corner talking to that one person, you know. It's, it's so much more fun when everyone's involved with each other. And um, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So, like. I had a bunch of friends, even, like, my grade, younger, kids who came and went. And, like, I think the one thing um, that I can leave you guys with is, like, when you f- start following the Lord, you're going to lose friends. And um, 
sometimes it's for the better. Um, but like, don't let that deter you from following the Lord is what I'm trying to say. So like, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it for sure. So, um, I'll just encourage you guys to keep coming because this is an awesome place, and this has been an awesome place for me for the last four years of my life. That's my brother in the third base with that mask. All right. Uh, hey, guys. I'm Sarah. Um, Are you? <laughs> that is... Sarah, not Rachel Gamble. So um, I wrote you guys a letter, actually, uh, for those of you who know me. Um, I don't really do well in conversation. I'm a little bit awkward. <laughs> so uh, uh, dear Ignite, uh, hey, guys. Um, I like to think I'm a very organized, nice, neat little person, calm, cool, collected, and, well, that the truth of the matter is I'm not. Um, I like the illusion of control, and the very thought of five minutes of spontaneous winging it conversation freaked me out, so I'm writing you guys a letter. Um, I've learned so many things in the years um, here with you all, and I desire to impart some of those things to you. But I fear giving it cliche, annoying, or impractical advice. I guess I know many of you here know it, have heard it all before, and I know that there's no possible way for me to give you all-inclusive, comprehensive advice to get you through your high school years. Life's too hard and too variable for mere advice. So let me tell you some things I learned through experience. But just know that if you want success and victory in your life, spend time in, God, in God's word. Walk closely with him and get rid of the things that compromise your closeness with him. Um, I've never really regretted anything I've done his way um, or becoming closer to him. Like, that's not something that you look back on and think, wow, I wish I didn't do that. You only look back on the times that you didn't follow him. Um, the other thing I want to encourage you guys to do is take time to get to know the people around you, their passions, desires, life stories. Let them tell, them, let them tell you things you don't actually care about. Remember the little thing... Uh, things they tell you. Care enough about the people around you and realize that their lives are just as complex and vivid as your own. I'm the eldest of six children and being listened to meant the world to me. That people cared about me. Get to know the people around you. It really does make a difference in their lives. Um, I have some thanks to give out to a lot, uh, to s a lot of the people here that um, really just changed my life. And the first on my list is Trisha Van Sickle. Um, she honestly meant the world to me. She's one of those people that no matter what, she's going to be honest with you. Her dedication to God's word and, refuse and refusal to utter advice that would only be pleasing to my ears changed my life. She counseled me and gave me appreciation for God's word and showed me that the, showed me that the most loving thing we can do for people is tell them the truth. Brooke Horvath to me was not only a good counselor but a friend. I could tell her anything from the trivial ins and outs of my life to the deep soul-shaking aches of my heart, and she aptly listened with joy, just willing to walk through life with me no matter what. Next is Tara Ireland. Um, every year that I had you at my cabin and camp, I learned from you. Um, I always just connected with you on a deeper level than I do with most people. I always felt inspired by your consistent obedience to God how you just have this strong faith that leans on him with this dedication persistence that made me desire the Lord, not only just when I felt emotionally led to, but in the practical, everyday things of my life like you do. And Aaron Rothel, um, I know that no matter what, I could come to you because you're approachable. You're not like standoffish like some people can be. 
when I was angry and um, irrational and just so broken, and I could, I could barely speak because I was so upset, um, I knew I could go to you and that you were going to listen to me, and at the end of it, I wasn't going to feel crazy. But what I also knew was that in the end, we'd have our Bibles out, and you were going to tell me the truth, and you were going to get me some help. Um, I struggled a lot in high school. Um, well, it, like not only in high school, but in life in general, just kind of feeling out of place. The, this has um, made it actually really easy for me to share the gospel because I never felt like I had a lot to lose. I was already awkward. I hated my awkwardness so badly about myself for years. I used to pray he'd make me less awkward. <laughs> but I've learned in the last several years of Ignite that my awkwardness is not the burden I always thought it was. It's one of my greatest gifts. Our world has a very extroverted agenda, and introverted qualities are often seen as, like, wrong. But they're not wrong. They're equally necessary in our world. But Christian that struggles with introversion, this is never an excuse to not love on people or share the gospel or to live a life that God has for you. If you use this as an excuse, you're using your introversion wrong. Also, in addition, let me talk about anxiety. This word is lying to you Christians. Anxiety is stress. When we are stressed, we feel anxious. Our world makes it sound like it's something we have, like I have social anxiety, or I suffer from anxiety, or it romanticizes it, like when you feel like you're drowning, yet you can see everyone else breathing. And the more and more you read about it online, and the more and more you convince yourself it, that you have anxiety, and most people don't under, and that most people don't understand you. Christian, stand strong in God's word. And find your identity in Christ. Stop trying mental health exercises and taking care of yourself first. And begin having faith in God's word. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you stay in his word and pray that he takes care of this, I hope you see what I'm talking about. Anxiety, as the world would have it, is not real. Stress is very real. That's not what I'm saying. But this over-dramatized, romanticized anxiety does not exist. Many of you here with anxiety are probably angry with me for saying this and have more than likely convinced yourself I don't know what anxiety is, or maybe I never even had it. <laughs> um, you probably just think I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry if you feel that way. And in order to convince you, allow me to say um, I did have social anxiety, and I was so stressed I barely slept some nights. I, I wouldn't sleep for, like, weeks at a time. I was mentally and physically exhausted. I get anxious, um, and I actually get really anxious in social situations for some reason. And when I am really stressed, I actually throw up. So you're probably thinking, well, that actually sounds like an issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, I know that I, when I get myself worked up to the point um, that that happens, that there is, uh, there is control. There are things that I can do to control that. And every time it brought me back to God's word. But there was a point, like, um, this is kind of like, personal and you everybody gets weird when people say this word but like I had like suicidal thoughts and stuff but the thing was I've learned I didn't have anxiety I had trouble trusting God and a Christian teenager I don't want that life for you I want you to stay in God's word get to know people around you get to know your get yourself plugged in with one of these counselors and walk through life with them use your talents and God-given abilities for his kingdom and lead others to him I love you guys, and if you need anything, whether it be a friend, someone to pray for you, someone to listen to you, just know that, I, that I'm always just one call away. And so are your friends and leaders here. Um, Kale, uh, I want to give a special thank you to you. This might sound weird to say it this way, 
but like you were always like a dad to me, unafraid to tell me not to do something stupid or correct me when I was in the wrong. Um, you treated me like I was your daughter. You've been my youth pastor since I was a little girl in middle school. And throughout this journey, I've looked up to you. And I just want you to know that I'm, I'm thankful. Life's been scary and hard so far. And in these last few years, you've taught me who the Lord was. And let me know that you were always there for all of us. We've all been like your children here. And I just want to thank you for welcoming, welcoming us all into your family. Um, and I'm going to end with this quote by Dr. Seuss because for some reason Dr. Seuss is still my favorite author after all these years. I like lots of other books, but Dr. Seuss is definitely up there. But it's, uh, sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. I have so many memories with you guys um, that I'm going to cherish forever. I want to thank you for your part in my journey and just hold it and holding my hand along the way. I'm eternally grateful for the part you guys have played in my, played in my life, and I just want to let you know that I love you all. I'm Sarah's sister, Rachel. <laughs> When Sarah started her speech, I got kind of nervous because I was like, I have to go after her. <laughs> and I realized the part that she said cliche advice was my entire speech. <laughs> so now I feel kind of awkward. But <laughs> if I had to sum up my advice in like three points, I could prob probably do that. But I was kind of excited to have the microphone, so I was going to filibuster up here for a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Uh, my first point was to read your Bible. Uh, if you're not in God's word, I would like to encourage you to start reading. In Exodus 16, God feeds the children of Israel every morning with manna. Just like you won't want to skip physically eating for a day, don't skip spiritually eating either. I, mean, I don't mean this dogmatically, that you should have to read your Bible in the morning, but I do think that there's something to say for renewing your mind in Christ's word daily. And my second point, my second cliche point, <laughs> was to study and memorize verses. Because we have to be prepared for the enemies of this world. The way the Bible tells us to handle temptations and sin in our lives is to memorize scripture. Hide the words in your heart and take heed to what you have learned. And keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Some people spend their lives wanting and waiting for God to use them. Yet they never prepare in case they are to be called. I used to say if God wants me to be a, be a missionary one day, then I will. Yet I wasn't taking any steps to go anywhere if he ever did. <coughs> Which actually showed my heart attitude to whether or not I would actually end up going anywhere. The same goes for people talking to people about school. Talking to people about school, yeah. The same goes for talking uh, about the Lord at school. If we keep telling ourselves, yeah, I'll tell my friend, and yeah, I'll make sure that I'll get this done. If God wants me to, then I will. But if we don't ever memorize skip scripture, and if we don't come to church, and if we don't fill ourselves up with God every day, then you're never actually going to be prepared to do that. 
and I also wanted to say that um, remembering your testimony and how God saved you and preparing your heart with prayer to talk to people is one of the best things that you can do to be able to share the gospel with other people because it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with him. It isn't dependent on how much you know or how how good you are at saying things, but your attitude is important to how your testimony is going to be to everybody, to how effective you are to sharing that with other people. And my third and final cliche point is to get involved. Um, get, get involved in impact, te- impact teams and uh, stay in church activities. Fellowship in the body of Christ helps us to stay accountable and gives us time to get to love one another and to be vulnerable with each other. Pray with the people in the church. And as a side note and a tangent thing, pray for the people that you don't get along with, for the people that you struggle with in your life, and for that one frustrating kid in your class that always seems to get on your nerves. Because when you pray for the people that God loves and that God cares about, you end up finding that it's hard to hate that person. Um, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. As a Christian, we find our advice and the examples through God's word. And your Bible also places importance on following the examples of godly people in our lives, just like you're kind of like supposed to follow the Apostle Paul. In your walk, find someone that is above you and farther in your walk. And the Lord also tells you to find somebody that's with you to like help you while you're walking and find somebody that's below you that you can show and teach the things that you've already learned. That way you're like literally surrounded by people in Christ. Teach them what you know, pray for them, and reach out to each other. And my third point um, was discipleship, because discipleship was the thing that meant the most to me. I was discipled by Brooke in middle school and Trisha for Burn. There are examples of godly women in my life, as well as their encur- and they also had a lot of encouragement to help me grow, and they taught me to love praying and teaching and learning. It's hard not to make this advice giving into like a thanking session, but I'm going to do my best. (laughs) Um, The one person this year, I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, I would love to pretend that I fell really hard in my freshman year and I learned the rest of my life not to do that again, but I fell really hard my senior year. I pulled away from a lot of people because my friends had just graduated the year before. But the one person that didn't push me away and that held tighter than anybody was Trisha. She got to know me and care about me. She was the only person I would listen to because she went to God for counsel. She went to God for counsel and advice. And she never once let go of God's truths to tell me what I wanted to hear. And that meant the world to me. Because discipleship, I learned, wasn't just a book. Because there were so many weeks that I was like, ah, I can't meet today, Trisha, sorry. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm busy, my parents can't take me. And Trisha was like, I'll pick you up. We'll talk before church. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> I got a really good discipler. <laughs> and she was the person that held me accountable to God and that pointed me back in the right direction when I fell hard. And... If that isn't enough to advocate for discipleship, 
I just was, <laughs> I was just hoping that, um, knowing that discipleship wasn't just a book and how important it really is to people would help some people that aren't in Burn to sign up for that. But um, to end it, I kind of wanted to give a, a Bible verse and to also say to make sure that you appreciate your leaders in Ignite. And because I'm not a very good speaker, there's like the song lyric that was from <laughs> one of my favorite songs. It's called Thank You, and it says, Thank you for giving to the Lord, for I am a life that was changed, and I'm so glad you gave. And my Bible verse, I, I know it, but I'm worried that if I try to say it, I'd mess it up in front of everybody. But <laughs> it's Romans 5.1, and it's just like my last piece of encouragement to give to you guys. But it's therefore being justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also knowing that tribulations work with patience, in patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is spread abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. This was a verse Trisha gave me a while back to memorize. Romans 5, 1 through 5. And if any of you guys are going through a hard time, that's definitely one that I would suggest memorizing, and it's a good one to keep in the front of your mind as a Christian. But that's really all I had to say. All right, let's give it up for the seniors one more time. Well, let me just say that on behalf of all the counselors, we're incredibly proud of all of you guys, and I'm personally really proud of all you guys, too. More than one of you I've had since sixth grade, so <laughs> that's crazy. And the ones who have come along, I don't play favorites. You guys are all awesome. We all love you. Even you, Mason. We, you guys are all <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, and I guess the only other thing I learned is that uh, Sarah should probably write blogs or something because that little five-minute thing was more articulate and colorful than anything I've ever written. So you should probably write things for a living. So <laughs> Or just preach. Yeah, there you go. So, man, thank you guys so much uh, for sharing your hearts with us. Um, man, let's just give it up for them one more time. Thank you, guys. All right, you guys can have a seat. Um, I'm going to pray here in a second, and then while I'm praying, if a couple guys could come get the chairs off, because we're going to, uh, we're going to have one more worship song before we're done. Um, but just, just let me say, man, all those guys, they were, they were freshmen at one point. Um, and now it's, uh, guys, did it go by fast? I mean, like I heard somebody say once, and it's true, um, you know, as you get older, the days are long. But the weeks are short, <laughs> and the years are shorter. It's like like your day might seem really long, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to be out of high school. But then all of a sudden, before you know it, you blink, and it's just like you're out of high school. So let me just say to anyone who is newer to Ignite, or maybe you're a freshman or a sophomore, or, or, or you're a new senior, man, just, man, seize the day. You know, take advantage of being in Ignite now and investing and, and, and getting plugged in and making this your life group. You know, Ignite is only what you'll make it to be. Like, we're going to be here every week. I'm going to preach. We're going to, you know, learn from God's word. We're going to have worship. But for you, Ignite is only what you'll make it. If you just show up, 
then that's it. That's all you're going to get. And that that's okay. But man, if you get plugged in and you make relationships with people and you serve in in uh, in the impact teams and all that stuff, this is going to be your church and, and your youth group. And it'll really mean a lot to you. And, and the people in here will mean a lot more to you as well as you become part of the body and, and serve the body with all of us together. So man, it doesn't matter how old you are. Get plugged in. Um, we're going to have a fun summer. We got lots of stuff planned starting with the fire this Friday. Uh, but let's go ahead and pray, and uh, if we can get the chairs off of here and worship team, you can go ahead and get set up. Lord, I love you. Thank you so much uh, for these seniors um, and the ones who, who didn't speak. Lord, there's more seniors than that. I just want to thank you for all of them, God. And, um, and yeah, it, it didn't matter, you know, what stage of life they were in or, um, you know, we all have our ups and downs and roller coaster of life and even in our walk with you. But um, they remained faithful, and, uh, you know, counselors told them, your truth from your word, even when it wasn't what they wanted to hear, um, but because of that, through your word, um, they grew, and now they're the young men and the young women that they are today because of uh, this church and because of your word, God, and what you say in the Bible, and so, Lord, uh, I thank you for that. I pray, God, that as they uh, move on out to whatever it is they have next, whether it's a job or or college or whatever they've got going on, Lord, whether they're staying in New Philly or moving across the country, God, I just pray that you'd be with them and the things that they learned from your word in high school right here at Ignite, God, would be with them forever. Um, and that they would just serve you and love you and share your word wherever they go because they fell in love with you and they become passionate about you and your word uh, right here when they were in high school, God. I pray for everyone else, God, that they would take after their example, take the advice that they gave and, and make it personal, God, that they would fall in love with you and your word right now while they're in high school before they're adults, God, that they would learn how to follow you through discipleship and burn and by Bible study on Wednesdays and Sundays so that when they're adults, they can go and do likewise so that they can go doing the same thing and they can invest in others uh, that are younger than them or older than them, whatever. Um, I just pray that they would take after the example of our seniors, God. Uh, I just pray, Lord, for Ignite, for this youth group, even though we're losing a big part of who we are. Um, God, there's younger freshmen coming in. There's new people coming in that we're really excited about, God. So while we're sad to see the seniors go, God, we're also excited for them and their walk and where they're going, and we're excited for what you're going to do here at Ignite as well. So, Lord, bless it. Uh, bless our time together. Uh, bless us as a youth group. And, Lord, I just pray you'd be glorified in this last song. It's in your name I pray. Amen.